Madison's Alternative, 106.7 The Resistance. On the Disruptor Series this week, I'm joined by The Offspring. Hello, Dexter and Noodles. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm incredible right now. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Yeah, we're doing good. We're here at our studio in Huntington Beach. I know. I hope you're staying warm out there. Yeah. Well, it's finally above freezing. It's 40 degrees today. Good. All right. Uh, Balmy. Balmy (laughs) 40. Yes. Yeah, beautiful. You guys have a new album coming out in April called Let the Bad Times Roll. It's been nine years since your last album. Why release now? Because the record's done now. (laughs) (laughs) We're waiting for the right time. We thought, you know what? We just need to wait for a nice pandemic to come around. That's when we'll drop the record. (laughs) It just wasn't right yet. Yeah. If only everyone was stuck at home for an extended period of time that we didn't know how long it would last. Yeah. We need to find it. So this way we won't have to tour. We'll just wait until yeah. just kidding. We like touring. Yeah. yeah. We were, we were hoping to have this out sooner. Um, and then the pandemic shut everything down and we were stuck at home and we thought, well, let's keep working on the record and see if we can finish it. You know, and it was pretty close to being done. We, we did some tweaks here and there and, and had to call it done. Let's get the fans, uh, let the fans hear it. Yeah. I mean, we thought, Maybe we should wait this out. Maybe this isn't the best time, but here we are a year into this and it's like, well, look, we're a, we're a band and we want to release music. So let's do it. Come across like maybe you guys could do singles and then associated merch and then do it kind of a slow roll. Or was this more of like, no, we do albums. Yeah. We kind of talked about all of that, you know, but really even before the pandemic, we're because the world has just changed how people put out records mm-hmm. is different now than it was when we first started, you know, or even since our last record came out, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's a different world. Now, a lot of people just put out EPs or even just singles and, and forget it. Some bands don't even put out physical copies of their music anymore. And yeah, that's still important to us. You know, the album artwork, the liner notes, uh, you know, a coherent record that starts with one song and kind of goes, you know, follows a path all the way through to the last. That's that still kind of means something to us. So that's the way we we just look at it right or wrong. That's kind of where, where how we feel about music and, and making rock records. The track listing in the press release shows Gone Away. Can you tell us what that's about or do we have to wait until it's released? Yeah, we'll we, talk all yeah, day. We'll talk about uh, that. Yeah, no, we uh, Gone Away, of course, is a song we wrote way back to Ixnay on the Ombre, we're playing it live. And somewhere along the way, a couple of years ago, we decided to try it in a totally different way. I, I come out and play it basically on piano and it's just kind of a, a voice and piano thing. And the guys in the band join in at the end. But we always got such a great response and the fans kept on asking, hey, uh, how can we get a recorded version of that? And we want to hear the song this way. And really it was the, it was the fans that inspired us, demanded, uh, you know, we want to hear it that performing that way so we we created a recorded version how often in all of your albums have fans dictated what you did <laughs> yeah that's a good question i can't yeah. think of an i can't think of another time but um this one was just kind of like you know all the messages all, all the social media messages you know where can i get yeah. gone away and you know what really if we didn't want to do it <laughs> we wouldn't have you know uh, for it, sure it, it was definitely something we thought this this should be given this treatment you know and and uh, it it does it's one thing to when you when you have the rock version of the song it it almost kind of it, it takes you out of the the feeling of the of the song to strip it down really puts you there 
it, it really it makes it way more somber, you know, and 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 you you just hear the song differently. It means maybe a little bit more, you know. It, it can really it's, it makes you sad, yeah. you know, to think about it. So it's a it's a sad song. Weeping. When it's the rock it's, version, you're not gonna you're not gonna break into tears. Yeah, no. instant, break, you know. But but with the piano weekend. version, it's pretty sad. Yeah, well, uh, there is something personal. I you know yeah doing it that way, and that's part of why we liked doing it live that way so much, and we've been doing it that way pretty much yeah. exclusively over the last couple of years. So um, it wasn't necessarily our, our idea to do it that way, but getting so much encouragement from the fans made us feel like, oh, actually, you know what? That's a good idea. I have show dates scheduled for this summer overseas. How excited are you to hit the road again? So excited. Uh, can't wait. I, I don't know if the shows that we're scheduled for are, are going to happen yet or not. We're, we're confident and, and hopeful. Uh, well, we're hopeful, maybe not as confident as we need to be, but yeah. as soon as we can, as soon as we can gather in groups and do it safely, then we're on it. We're on the first plane. We'll get our, we'll get, I'm sure we're going to get it, need to get our vaccinations. Uh, I'm ready, you know, as soon as we can, and, and we'll get out there. You guys are no stranger to hard rock and alternative playlists. Do you prefer to be considered more one than the other, or does it just not matter to you? I, I kind of like the alternative thing. That's, that's kind of, you know, we came from, you know, punk rock, which was kind of hard edged alternative, um, you know, but, you know, I don't, I don't really necessarily care about labels, but that's kind of where my heart lies, I guess. Although I love hard rock too. So I've gone back and forth. I've kind of thought, Oh, we're not a punk band. We're, we're an alternative band, or I just want to be considered a rock band. And then I go back to thinking, well, we're a punk band. That's where we came from. Mm -hmm. And, no, I don't know. I think, you know, someone asked us yesterday and I just said we're a band. So I, I love the, the Dickies version of Paranoid, Black Sabbath's Paranoid. And I love Black Sabbath's version of Paranoid. That's right. So I don't know. Somewhere in the middle there. I saw you guys uh, Warp Tour 2005. Oh, right And Warp Tour is set up with all the multiple stages. And Billy Idol was next to you guys and he ran late. So oh, yeah, guys, yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, this. Was Billy Idol just a wreck to work with that whole time? Or was it just no. okay? Yeah, he was great. No, I think that was his last day on the tour. He wasn't on the was. whole tour. and He was his last day. And he, he, I think he just called an audible. We're doing an extra song. We didn't get to, we couldn't hear that he had still played. So we started playing our first song right after him. We were going to wait, but we were like given the get going, get going. We were the, told, yeah, because they did, they ran that like, no, it happens on the minute. You know, when you're supposed to go, you go, you know. So we went, we didn't know he was still playing. We never would have played over him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually got to sit in with, I got to sit in with Billy Idol and do, uh, um, Oh God! Ready, steady, go! At the observatory is a, a small venue here in in Orange County. I got to play with him. It was a blast. Smash was one of the first CDs I ever bought with my own money, and my older brother had to pretend that he was my legal guardian because it had an explicit sticker on it. <laughs> and uh, I credit him with uh, the reason I'm in a music adjacent business now. Do you guys have any non-typical influences of why you ever got interested in music in the first place? <laughs> uh, we've corrupted you. Oh, uh, and see. thank your brother, yeah, for corrupting you for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We will do. For him. <laughs> I mean, my older brother brought home Kiss when I was a kid, Kiss Alive, you know, that 
sort of started me down the road of hard, harder rock and eventually punk and stuff. So yeah. I think it's common for older siblings maybe to. Yeah. I had, a, I had a cousin that lived with us for a while and, you know, we had uh, the who and the Rolling Stones and Jimi Hendrix. And I think I started, you know, that was my foray into rock before that. What did my dad have? That was rock uh, Crosby stills and Nash. Creedence Clearwater, you know, that was the Simon and Garfunkel. Those were my dad's rock records. Yeah. Some Beach Boys. Have you guys ever had an embarrassing interaction with a celebrity? Oh, all of them. (laughs) (laughs) On some level. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. I don't know. We don't really know celebrities. I don't think we're, yeah, we're not that kind of. Carrie Underwood is a fan and she came backstage in Nashville, actually. And you missed you, you thought she left or something. So he took uh, off. I missed and, it. Yeah. yeah. And and she, I think she was waiting to meet him. And I just was tongue-tied. I didn't know what to what to say to her. And I forgot to bring up that actually my wife is ha, has underwoods in her. I don't know if they're related, but you know, my wife's uh, okay. grandparents or uncle are underwoods. So you just stood there in awkward silence. So yeah, it was just kind of kind of weird. Like I don't I you know, I don't know what her music or anything. She was lovely, she was delightful, her husband was nice, you know, very handsome fella. Uh, yeah, so it was awkward, but but she was great. She was, you know, a lovely, lovely woman. But I don't really, I don't know that world, the country world, you know. Uh huh. So it's nice that it's not just people like me. Yeah, she actually, <laughs> she had just had a baby, so that's what we talked about uh, as parenthood. So I got a couple kids, and yeah, right, right. I mean, how cool! Such a surprise that that you know Carrie Underwood, being from a totally different music musical world liked our band it's like oh wow that's that's really great yeah when i met joey ramone i was as tongue-tied and i knew like everything about joey ramone you know i'm a huge ramones fan i didn't know what to say what to ask you know so what's going on joey (laughs) (laughs) i just felt super tongue-tied and yeah so awkward for sure there's a theme going here (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm awkward I'm almost out of time, and I just wanted to say, who keeps the calendar for when all your music videos and albums are released? Because your socials are updated like daily with when videos came out, singles, everything. Yeah, we've got an incredible social media guy yeah, named Jeff, and he's so good at rounding up all the old statistics and stuff that we would never remember and uh, reminding us. You know, it's, it's as, as much news to us when we see it. <laughs> The day, is like yeah, I else? forgot some. My it was my birthday recently, and one of the records came out on my birthday. I can't remember which one, and I was like, oh, I don't remember that coming out on my birthday. <laughs> oh, there you <laughs> go. Well, that's so kind of what I was wondering. If you guys know, like, oh, yeah, I remember that day, or if it's more of a oh, wow. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time to talk to me today. We're gonna check out your new song right now. I just really appreciate that you guys took the time. Oh, thank great you. Great talking to you. Pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much.